If you are feeling exhausted absolutely all the time, this video is definitely for you. Welcome to another video. For those of you who are new here, my name is Nina and I'm a life coach that specializes in personal development. Here at this channel, we talk about everything having to do with our emotional well-being and living our most awesome life possible. So if you aren't already a subscriber, please go ahead and become one because we definitely want you to stay connected. Exhaustion is really caused by both physical and psychological factors. So if you are feeling like you are tired, all the time. First of all, I can really, really relate to that. But secondly, there are a lot of different reasons that could be potentially the cause of that. For myself personally, I spent literally years being so exhausted that I was hardly experiencing life. I was fatigued and sleepy all of the time. I had way too much to do, way too much on my plate, and that was one of the big factors that led me to be tired all of the time. We know when we're tired that it affects our physical health, our emotional well-being, and certainly our personality. We are definitely not at our best when we are not getting enough sleep. So today we're gonna to talk about some of the factors that could be coming into play for us not getting enough sleep and some strategies for helping us correct that. So the first thing we'll do is kind of eliminate some of the obvious stuff because believe it or not, a lot of people get tripped up right there. We may know it's important, but we still ignore it. So the first thing is, are we actually allowing ourselves enough hours to be sleeping? So if we are going to bed at one in the morning and we know we need to be up at five in the morning, we are really just sabotaging ourselves. We need to make sure that we are making sleep a priority. So we need to think about ahead of time what our schedule is going to be and make sure we are getting enough hours that we personally feel that we need. Some people can get by with like seven hours and other people need like 10 hours to really feel rested. The most important thing is to be self-aware and realistic about how much time that you actually need. If you are telling yourself you really only need five hours of sleep, you are kidding yourself. You are going to be completely sleep deprived and you are going to not be able to function at your best if you're not allowing yourself an appropriate amount of sleep. If you're really not sure, you can do your own research or even ask your doctor about it, or you can kind of track yourself and see how many hours that you're actually needing to function at your best. Now, another thing you might be fighting against is telling yourself that you don't have enough hours to spare for sleeping. This is what I told myself for years and years. I said, I don't have enough time to sleep, so this is what I have and this is what I'm going to deal with. The fact of the matter is that there are things on your schedule that can be removed where you can sleep. There are things that aren't valuable enough that could go. For example, if you're spending time on social media or television or doing other things that don't add a lot of value to your life, these are things that should easily be replaced by sleeping, at least temporarily. You have to think of it as almost an emergency. If you aren't sleeping, anything and everything that can go must go for now. And if your schedule is such that you get home really late from your job and you have to get up really early for school or for another job, you have to find a way to get naps in or something. But there are things that can always be shifted around so that you can get at least a little more rest. So you have to think critically and make it a priority. So look at your schedule, see what you can remove, see what you can shift around, and remember that nothing is more important than sleep. So you have to figure out some kind of strategy to make it happen. 
Another factor to consider is exercise. We want to make sure that we are physically active during the day. And I know that kind of seems counterintuitive if we are tired already, but actually exercise gives us a lot more energy during the day, which is exactly what we want. We want to be energetic during the day and tired at night. So we want to make sure that we are always implementing some kind of physical activity in our day. And it doesn't have to be something that's crazy and aggressive. You don't have to go running. You don't have to lift weights unless you want to. It could just be as simple as walking every day or taking a yoga class or dancing or whatever you know you find pleasurable, but definitely make it something that's part of your routine. You also want to think about doing simple things like taking the stairs instead of the elevator and just little changes that can actually make a big impact in your life. The last kind of obvious type of thing we have to consider is our diet. We want to make sure that we are eating healthy foods. If we are filling ourselves up with junk, again, our body is just not running as well as it could be. We also want to make sure in our diet we are including the proper amount of vitamins and minerals that we need. If we're not getting enough protein or we're not getting enough iron or anything else, Again, things are not going to run as efficiently as they need to, and that in turn affects our sleep cycle. So we wanna make sure that we are, again, exercising and having a healthy diet. We also wanna make sure that we are timing our meals in a way that is also conducive to getting good sleep. So if we are eating late at night, that is going to, again, negatively affect our sleep cycle. So we want to, you know, eat maybe our last meal at seven at the latest so that we can get a good night's rest. Another factor to consider if you're having sleep issues is alcohol consumption. A lot of times people get into the pattern of having a glass of wine or, you know, having a drink at the end of the night because it does help you to get to sleep faster. It gives you that initial feeling of sleepiness. But the problem with that is that you actually end up waking up more in the middle of the night and it also affects our REM sleep. So we're never really getting to that really good deep sleep that is going to make us feel well rested. So that is one more thing to consider. Another thing is caffeine, just like alcohol that we use to make us sleepy, oftentimes we use caffeine to help us feel more awake but we need to make sure that if we are having caffeine as part of our diet, that we are not having it past the early afternoon. So we have to time that so it is out of our system in time to again be able to sleep. So if we're in the habit of needing like a million different cups of coffee during the day or soda or whatever it is, we wanna think about trying to replace these habits by maybe drinking tea or hot cocoa or you know a hot glass of water with lemon, but something else that's not going to again affect that sleep later on. So caffeine is fine for most people, but you wanna make sure that you are ending it as early as possible. Another thing that a lot of people don't realize affects our sleep cycle is getting enough water. So a lot of times we don't drink enough water simply because we don't remember to do so. So we can help ourselves out by always having a water bottle with us or always having a cup of water near to us. So we have that kind of visual cue to help remind us to get the water that we need to be able to sleep at night. 
Now on the psychological side, one of the biggest things that keeps people from sleeping is anxiety. That is a huge issue for many people because at night, that is when our thoughts seem to race the most. It's when we oftentimes think about all of our problems or all the things that we wish we could have done differently throughout the day, or we start to really focus on past events that were troublesome for us, or we start to have you know, anxious thoughts about future things that are coming. So keeping our anxiety under control is something that's really necessary to be able to get sleep. It's very, very different from person to person. So it could be for you a matter of engaging in things like yoga or journaling or meditation or having anchor thoughts or you know whatever the practice is for you. But it is important that you figure out for you what the effective strategies are for you for again, managing that anxiety. The last thing we want at the end of the night is to just be filled with all these terrifying thoughts that really make us very panicked and make it just impossible for us to sleep. And one more psychological type of thing is emotional clutter. A lot of times, even if we aren't feeling necessarily anxious at the end of the day, our brain is just full. We have too much stuff going on. We have too many things to think about. We are you know, making to-do lists. We are trying to mentally prepare for the next day. We have too many things that we did this day and we have too many things to do the next day. So it comes down to simplifying your life to a point where it is emotionally manageable for you, that we have enough things in our life to keep us interested and inspired and excited by life, but that we've removed the things that are really not adding value for us anymore. The things that aren't adding value are just taking up this mental space for us. And we only have so much emotional energy that we can give. So we want to make sure that we are always really checking in to our values and our goals and seeing what is really in alignment with those things and really paring down on the things that are really no longer in alignment for us. We can't make everything equal focus. There are things that are important and there are definitely things that are less important. So we need to figure out really the priority list of things that we can have included in our life and we can have as regular parts of our thoughts and regular parts of our day. So really getting a hold of that mental clutter is very, very essential. So these are all things that we can really consider so we can really start to determine what is actually inhibiting our sleep. So maybe it's not all of these factors, but maybe it is a combination of these factors. So one thing you can do is for maybe a week or two weeks is keep a sleep journal. You want to think about all the things in your physical health and in your mental health that are affecting your sleep. And then you want to kind of analyze that at the end. You want to see what factors are at most play for you. Once you determine what these things are, you can go and correct them. You can make positive changes and adopt positive habits that help you get the sleep that you need. Remember, we really need to honor sleep for the important factor that it is in our life. It affects absolutely everything again from our emotional and physical well-being to our personality to our occupation to every relationship that we have so it is so important that we make sure we are finding all the things that are affecting our sleep cycle and that we are making any corrections that we can and that we are truly making it the priority that it needs to be 
when we start getting sleep, we are going to feel like a completely new person. I tell you this from experience. So do yourself a favor and do the work needed to figure out what those factors are and to start working on them. I hope this video was helpful to you. And if it was, please like it and share it with someone else who may need to hear this message today. Also, again, please subscribe. We definitely want you to stay connected. And I thank you so much for spending time with me today. I look forward to seeing you on the next video and I hope you have a truly extraordinary day.